Hey podcast, welcome back. Episode two out of a series of five on the steps that you need to take to become an influencer in the cannabis industry, but not even just the cannabis industry. It's more of just an influencer in general. So if you're looking to become an influencer, there are some steps that you can take to kind of help that. But today I'm also going to go over not only the content that you should be posting and kind of the way that you should be thinking now that you've got your account set up for being an influencer. Um, I'm going to explain really what it is that an influencer will be doing and how you actually become an influencer. I probably should have done this video first or this segment first in the podcast, but you know, it happens sometimes. So let's jump right into it. So if I asked you all what an influencer is in your mind, I'm sure that there would be several different answers, most of them being correct, all in their own sort of way. I mean, there's really kind of not a, I mean, there is a wrong way to explain it, but for the the most part, everybody's got an idea what an influencer is. Now, an influencer is not just somebody that makes money on Instagram. An influencer is somebody who actually influences people, influences people to, uh, and they're being followed. Now, here's the thing, is you're not necessarily influencing them to to sell them something that you're influencing by what you're doing. So when it comes to content that you're posting, there's it, it, there's a, you want to post content that is obviously going to reach in your target market so to speak and it's not only going to reach them it's going to relate to them it's going to strike a nerve in them in some way shape or form to where they're going to want to interact with that post so you want to put content out there that is going to reach those people but not only going to reach them it's going to make them interact with that content when those people are interacting with your content and you you're getting feedback people are talking to you they're not just following you and liking your posts okay you can have a ton of followers or people can buy followers it doesn't mean that you're an influencer also somebody could have 20,000 followers 50,000 followers 100,000 followers and not necessarily be as influential to the crowd of people that follow them as somebody who maybe has two or three thousand followers but are getting you know hundreds and hundreds maybe even thousands of interactions on each video or post that they put up why because they're they're being influential so if you want to be an influencer in the cannabis industry it's not just a lot of people just go out and make cannabis smoking videos and that's a good way it really is a good way, but there's also much more than that. One, you really run the risk of getting your, your account shut down because you're not necessarily following, depending on how you're doing it, you could not necessarily be following Instagram's terms of services. And 
nobody wants to advertise or promote or work with uh, a, a company or an influencer who they could pay potentially thousands of dollars to to next thing you know have their account shut down and and then they didn't get anywhere from it so it, you have to make sure that the type of content that you're putting out there is going to reach those people and that it's going and it's not just going to reach them it's going to to do something to them it's going to make them want to interact whether it's liking the post whether it's making a comment sharing it saving it tagging a friend they they want to interact with it now you also may find too that while you're posting cannabis stuff you can also become influential in other areas and i'm going to jump into that here in this next segment so because you start getting a following people are not going to just want to or businesses are not going to just want to advertise with you one, it's going to be the quality of the content. Two, it's also going to be interacting with the people. Now, a way to become more influential with the people that are following you is to reply to their comments. Now, I understand once you get thousands and thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of followers, you can't necessarily reply to all their comments. But if you're not there right now, don't even be thinking about that. You should be replying to just about every comment. I have 40,000 followers on Instagram and I still reply to a majority of the comments that I receive. Now, I don't necessarily reply to them right away, but I do over time. Now, of course, there's some comments that, you know, it's, they're best just left alone. So I do leave those alone. But if you're not interacting with those people, if you're not replying to DMs, again, I get DMs that are ludicrous. I just delete them. But on the other side, people who are just saying, hey, a lot of times I'm going to say, hey, back. And I'm going to strike up something there. One of the first things that these these people say is, wow, somebody with this many followers has never actually replied to me. And I'm like, wow, so how do people with this many followers continue to build a relationship with their following? That's how you find out more. And that's how you, you actually know where you're becoming influential. Now, there's tools as well. So me being in the cannabis industry kind of focused towards doing cannabis related and music related content, even more so cannabis, um, the followers that I have actually listen to hip hop music, actually listen to R&B music. They actually watch basketball and consume basketball content and American football content. That's like the majority of the topics as well as adult entertainment. So I'm actually not just a cannabis influencer. I'm an influencer in those other areas as well because those are the type of topics and, and subjects and, and interests that my following has already. There, You don't have to just be cannabis related. So when you start looking at that, you can start saying, I can say, okay, well, I can do more content related towards hip hop and I'm still reaching my audience that's there and I can grow because a lot of people who listen to hip-hop smoke weed so that's something that kind of relates R&B music I wouldn't have expected it 
American football. Cool. Um, basketball. Great. So that means I can do skits pertaining to those topics, and it's probably going to resonate a little bit more with my following. You need to think about these things. Now, when you've got 20 followers, 100 followers, even 1,000 or 2,000 followers, it's not going to matter as much as when you have 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 followers. But what is going to matter is knowing beforehand and planning so you, so you can execute the plan to be uh, beneficial to you and everyone else, being, being anybody that you work with, any of your followers. I'm telling you, the more you communicate with your followers on a one-on-one basis, um, the more loyal they're going to be. Remember, if if you have 1,000 loyal fans, whether you're an influencer, whether you're uh, a music artist, whether you're an artist, or whether you're just a business owner in general, which all those people are business owners, even in their own right. If you have 1,000 customers that are loyal and will buy basically everything that you put out, as long as it's the quality and it's what they expect, you have a viable business and you can become very wealthy. 1,000 customers, 1,000 loyal. Now, 1,000 followers is not 1,000 loyal customers, that's for sure. You might have one out of 1,000. Probably one out of every two or 3,000 will be a loyal customer. You're going to need a quarter to a half a million followers on Instagram to get 1,000 loyal customers. And that's if you're really working and communicating with your followers who are who are reaching out to you, even if they're reaching out in the smallest way. That's it for time on this episode. I hope you understand more of what I'm looking at an influencer as, and I hope you understand more about um, the fact that if you're going into this just to become a, a cannabis influencer, or maybe you're doing puppy memes and you're going to be, uh, or maybe you're doing puppy photos or something and you're going to be an influencer there, just remember that the people that follow you are going to have other interests as well. And that becomes very beneficial to you, especially when the time comes that you can start reaching out to businesses. They're not going to reach out to you. You need to reach out to them. But when it becomes that time to start reaching out to businesses, you're going to know what your audience likes and you're going to be able to have a wider range of businesses to reach out to. I.e., example, I don't have to reach out to just cannabis businesses. I can actually reach out to up-and-coming artists and promote their music and it can be very beneficial to them. It can work, just depending on, obviously, their music. But other types of businesses, hip-hop apparel companies, stoner lifestyle apparel companies, um, but stuff that's not even, like I said, cannabis-related, football-related stuff. Now, I don't know how much football or basketball-related stuff with cannabis (laughs) is going to be uh, happening, but who knows? I'm just saying that the doors are open, and the better that you know your audience, the better that you communicate with your audience, and the more that you look at this of being an influencer as a business, the more value you can bring to your followers and the more value you will bring and can bring to the potential businesses and customers that you're going to work with. 